God damn it, Manus, you fucking piece of shit. What? Huh? <laughs> I'm fighting Manus with a glass cannon, and it's very hard because... You're fighting You're fighting him on the podcast? Manus, Hand of yes. Fate? Manus, the father of the abyss. I don't know what that is. All right, cool. Uh, you don't know what that is? No. Nope. you play Dark Souls. Dark Souls. Oh, which One. Dark Which Dark One? Mm-hmm. Manus, father of... Manus? Yes. Who the hell? Who the hell's that? The hardest boss of the game. Is it DLC? Yeah, that's why I didn't play any Dark Souls DLC. I don't know why, but my interest has always uh, waned enough that I've never bothered with any of the DLC packs. Um, Wait, seriously? Yeah, no, I haven't played. I feel like I feel like once you were talking about from DLC, and you're like, man, it always has the best DLC too. Uh, I mean, I feel like that was you. Maybe I might have said that and said because it looks pretty good. (laughs) I mean, it is good. Um, The boss's hole was balls hard, though. I love that one boss who has the dead arm in the first one. Um, Oh, Artorias. So you definitely play it. That guy's cool. (laughs) Well, the good news is that if you if you thought Artorias looked cool, you get to fight him again in Dark Souls 3. He has a different name, but everything else is exactly the same. Even his fucked up arm. No, that's that's different. We'll see that. There we go then. So it is of the same. Jay. Poking holes in the legend. All right, hey everybody, welcome to the Enemy Slam podcast. You've already been listening to it. You've been enjoying it. Let me just formally say that this is episode number one hundred and twenty-four. I am your Dark Souls DLC loving host, Jared, and I am joined today by Mister Lucio Lorenzino. Fucking Manus and the one hit kills. Fighting Manus, Hand of Fate, and I have Mister J Joseph Jr. I'm watching the Blood and Wine DLC, and um, it looks like Witcher 3 is visiting the Gummy Bears universe. And what did Michael Mahoney have better to do than be on the podcast? What are you up to? I'm actually engaged in participating <laughs> in the podcast. Whoa, how novel. Uh, nah, that's not. <laughs> what would you do? Doug Wilson will contribute the same amount by not being here. Uh, so things Wait, are... Is that a dig on me? Is, is, I don't know. you guys are wondering, I, yes. I, 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 I think it's fair because, you know... Um, it, gummy bears is very, very important, and and Gareth now gets to drink his gummy berry juice and bounce around on his butt. They do bounce here what, and there what, and everywhere. What was on that wine that he drank? Uh, probably gummy berry juice. I just said it. Lucio probably doesn't know what gummy berry juice is. That's true. Yeah, it sounds like a drug. Is that doesn't, that that doesn't seem like a thing that they would allow in Argentina. <laughs> Actually, it seems like that seems that does seem like the perfect thing that you take to a warehouse grave. Like uh, I could hook you up. I've got Smurf berries. I got gummy berry juice. Um, what else? What else was there? What other delicious '80s cartoon items did we have? Um, the eye of no. What was the stuff? What was the thing that the Thundercats had? The eye, eye of Thundera. that's a good. That's a good drug name. Yeah, yeah right. You can see. You That'll can see you on site. You take a hit of this shit and you say, be on site, son. I don't know what you guys are talking about anymore. Darkwing Duck did a lot of barbiturates, but they didn't talk about that on the show. (laughs) (laughs) All right. You know, Mamra was on steroids, right? (laughs) Let's jump into the meat of the week today. Why don't we start with, uh, let's start with something cheerful. Let's, uh, Let's talk about the new Pokemon starters, which have been revealed today. And uh, I think that they're... You guys looked at them, right? Everybody looked through them? Yeah. yeah. And no. We, uh, okay, perfect. Well, then we can still pretty much have the same discussion. Uh, <laughs> there's three, of course. Uh, mm-hmm. And I'm a little disappointed. I, I named them. I named them. Well, what did you... I, you named him Rowlet? No, I, I, I named the poor Pokemon. Oh, okay. Well, their real names are Rowlet. No, Litton. wait. I want, to, I want to do my names first. Okay, what are your names, Jay? So, so we have Bravow. Okay. He looks, like real, he looks like a real bruv, a kind of bruv you would hang out with. So we have Bravow. Okay. Uh, we have Anger Cat. <laughs> and then there's Sad Seal. Man, Sad Seal looks really bad. I think, I think Sad Seal looks the happiest. Sad he's, Seal. He's a sad Pokemon design. Oh, he that's... looks like a shitty version of Oshawa. I bet you. I bet you he probably evolves into the coolest looking one, though. Probably that's probably true. That's that's, that's, that's almost always the case. For the stupidest starter, usually looks the most badass. Yeah, like I'll, I'll bet you Rowlet turns into a fucking idiot, but the other the <laughs> Pop, Popolio, Popolio, 
Uh, that sounds like your Italian uncle who's gonna it serve like you some, some gnocchi. Hey, hey, come come over hey. here, to Uncle Papalio. I'll get you. Hey, uh, hey, get Ezio, you some let's go to Papalio's. Boy, any excuse to work that Italian accent into a recording, huh, Jared? <laughs> Hey. You're working very hard on it. It's like, hey, it's, it's, it's me. me. I reach out that does the Italian accent. Mr. Papalio. But hey, Ezio, 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 let's go to Papalio's. Let's go to Papalio's for dinner and have some Papalio's breadsticks and, and Papalio's garlic sauce. Come on in. We got the special homemade tomato <laughs> basil. You love it. My wife. <laughs> and then we'll create no, the, the, the Papalio <laughs> moat around our Papalio mansion. My wife, you will not get this. It's so uh, funny. Just as funny now as it was. We um, should probably start the recording over. So, <laughs> I I think I heard about Rowlet first, and I was kind of excited because I saw it was grass and flying, which I think is the first time, and someone can correct me if I'm wrong, I think that's the first time a starter has had two classes? No. Uh, who has not? Oh, I think it's Bulbasaur. Bulbasaur was grass and poison, but not in the original red and blue, I don't think. But I think that's it. I think I'm right other than that. Uh, some of them gain second classes as they evolve, but the starting Pokemon have always been uh, traditionally just one. And of course, they're always the same boring three, which is grass, fire, and water. And I mean, so, why do you expect it to be any different? I don't know. When I saw grass and flying, I was like, oh my god, maybe something new. And then the other two are just fire and water, so... Uh, kind of back to where we were. Um, I don't know. What do you guys think? They, they. I think two of them are okay, and one of them is incredibly uninspired. <laughs> um, well, which uh, one? I mean, that's, I don't that doesn't know. Say much. Unin- which one looks uninspired? Uninspired's not uninspired is not the word. One of them just looks stupid. That's okay, really, like, so I think we're like, all on the you know, same page. It's pretty much it. Um, I like. I, I. I think. I think. I think. Bravau. I'm not gonna remember his name. Bravau. And uh, which one is Papa Leo anyway? Uh, that's the that's the water uh, thing. Okay, that's the seal. That's, seal. that's what I figured. What's the cat S- name? Seal is being generous. Uh, the, the cat, I think, actually has the most clever name. Uh, it's Litten. Aw. Get it? Yeah, it's like lit. Do you get it? And on fire. Let me say he's ah. lit because he's been doing drugs. What? Yeah, that's it, Lucio. Uh, yeah. <laughs> What is your obsession Lucio. with drugs? Yeah, can I, can I ask, what, what, what do you have going on on your end of the podcast today? Uh, just, just it sounds this. like you're having a party and the rest of us are forced on the podcast. Manus was code for sick bong rips. <laughs> yes. I'm reading the shit out of the bong. But anyway. Um, well, I, I usually go either either fire or water. It's usually not even a choice. I think I, I'm almost consistently fire. Um, I went water last generation with Oshawott. Um, it was Oshawott last generation, right? Uh, no, oh, uh, it was it was Froki the frog. Oh, it was Froki. Okay, yeah, it was. So it's still right. I did I did Oshawott and then I did Froki. Uh, so I did water the last two, and I did fire all before that. Um, so I think I'm gonna go fire again. I like I like Litton. Um. I'm going to be a crazy cat lady. I've already decided that. I'm going to start with Litten, and I'm going to get the, the, the sun lion. I'm going to get the sun version, and I will be a crazy cat lady in Pokemon. This will be the uh, first time Oops. in Pokemon. 20 years that I will not have picked a water starter. Yeah, there's there's. Uh, I'm looking through it, and the looking back, that sounds right. I think I've always picked the water starter, but uh, but not for this. I can't. <laughs> I can't forgive this. It's, it's too fucking stupid. <laughs> oh, you know oh, what? The scandal. This, this is finally when it reaches the breaking point. Yeah, this is this is it. This is the end of that road. So. Oh man, I just found a, an an image that's that reimagines all the starter Pokemon as real animals. And um, okay, we don't need to see that. Yes, you do. Uh, oh, yes, you do. I should have never even brought up Pokemon. We should have just talked about. Hey, do Pokeballs float in water? <laughs> Yes. <laughs> yes. Um, I don't know. Do they? Yes. Didn't you find the answer last time, Michael? Someone looked it up. <laughs> yeah, it was me, Jerry. <laughs> Pokeballs float. Well, I don't remember what we decided. Did we decide yes or no? I believe we decided that yes, they do. Uh, it seems like they should. But what? Ashwat still looks like the coolest Pokemon, even in real life. Man, that image sucks. 
But did you know? Did you know that otters rape the young and drown them while they do it? Okay. First of all, in I'm, I, I, <laughs> God damn it, Jay. In all of their generations, I can't say this joke here. <laughs> in all of their generations, there's never been a Pokemon oh, cooler than Scyther. Scyther has knives for hands. So yes. like, there's not even a discussion to be had there. Anybody okay, who has so knives for hands is the coolest. Oh, sorry. I should have just looked at this picture and been quiet. Let's see. Um, <laughs> let's see like, I what? thought the Pokeball floating question was the segue to let's stop talking about Pokemon. Yeah, let's move on here. Um, oh, that pig looks pretty stupid. All right. <laughs> That's Tepig. Yeah, I know. I know what it is. <laughs> it's Tepig. Okay, so I, I just looked up real life Scyther. Oh, that's kind of gross. Like a pre man. I don't think anybody should Google that for any reason. God, you guys are so <laughs> boring. All right, Michael, let's talk about something you want to talk about. Anything yeah, what do you else? Want to talk about? Actually, here we can include uh, Michael on this conversation. All um, right, so so I saw a movie called Keanu. Nope. Which Michael nope. knows all nope. about. Nope. I'm marking the Mike, Michael, don't you want to hear about Keanu? Nope. Why not, Michael? Uh, I'm a white guy. Do you even want to talk? Oh, so you actually know what Keanu is. He knows what it is. That's pretty that good is, for him. That is shocking. <laughs> that is I may have accidentally watched the TV over the weekend. Ah, uh, <laughs> the TV? <laughs> he That's a major breakthrough, Michael. He glanced over the TV while we watched like three hours of the Carbonaro effect. <laughs> Uh, a fantastic outdoor getaway. Boy, that guy is so magical. Yeah, I didn't. Um, I didn't think about it. I didn't think about it until I came back. But uh, people asked me how I enjoyed my trip and asked <laughs> asked what I did on my trip, and I was like, I drove a, a four wheel drive vehicle through the wilderness, and I I don't know. Just, it looks like you guys to me like a lot of drugs, drugs actually. What, your Facebook status. What an indoor kid thing to do. <laughs> um, no, actually, that Facebook status is not us doing drugs. It's uh, it was us discussing Jaden Smith, and oh, okay. uh, we decided to see if we could uh, share as much wisdom as Jaden shares. All I the think time. that's what was going on. It was what was up with that? What was up with that guest book? I uh, <laughs> we found a we found a guest book. All right, I'll, so let me start over. We went to Moab, a town in Utah, uh, and we rented a jeep, and we basically just crushed the wilderness beneath our tires. As in as American as a fashion as we could, and uh, when we got to this condo that we rented, they had guest books that went all the way back into the uh, the mid nineties, and so we went ahead. Jesus. So we went so ahead and looked up two thousand and one. Yeah, we went ahead and flipped back to two thousand one, and sure enough, there's a line in the guest book. Uh, in uh, I, th- I want to say it was September. And they wrote this nice thing about their family trip. Like, they wrote this big, long description. They're like, oh, and the children, you know, had a wonderful time. And everybody really enjoyed it. And uh, special thanks to Stan and Marsha, Tom, Pam, Willie, and Rob. And then at the very end, it says, P.S., to hell with terrorists and anyone who doesn't love our country. <laughs> to, to be fair, I think, I think, I think contextually, like, the, the date on it was, like, a month after. No, I I thought it, I thought it was super interesting actually. Like I, I thought it was a really interesting thing to see. The only thing yeah. that, the only thing that irks me is they wrote to hell with terrorist, like as though there was just one. <laughs> well, you know, it was the early days. We didn't know about the steel beams and they, the I mean, so I guess they were talking about Ob- Obama bin Laden or whatever, but um, well, um Obama was like 12 by then. Bar- Barack Obama bin Laden, but they got him. He wasn't twelve, man. I know that. <laughs> I know it feels like it was a long time ago. <laughs> you what's were, what's you weren't even twelve. Did you use this magical time portal into the past for anything else? Yeah. Or was that it? Uh, no, I, it, it's actually it, it was a pretty boring guest book. Um, wow, but okay. that that was an odd surprise. Uh, that See, we yeah, I was I was hoping I was hoping someone would say something like. Um, Man, if I were Bill, I would have gotten a blue job under the table, too. I don't know. <laughs> yeah, I would have liked some more commentary like that, but it seemed like people were... It seemed as though people were more concerned about talking about their families and the fun trip they were having. I guess um, so. Oh, That's yeah, lame. Boring. <laughs> I know when I get on a guest book, January I'm always... 2008. I'm sure this party will never end. I can't even sign a guest book without asking, what are, what are the current events happening right now? 
in the world. Okay, see, from now on, I'm going to like sign my guest books like that, knowing that maybe uh, 20 years from now, someone's going to open it up. Like, oh, hey. I should have written something about Donald Trump. <laughs> you should have. I don't think we signed the guest book. And how he's going should to be should have signed that saying how uh, you hope you don't find your accounts in the Panama Papers. I think we did everyone a favor by not signing that guest book. We left food for our housekeeper. Oh yeah, we didn't tip the we didn't tip the housekeeper, but we left him a big thing of brie. She fucking hates you now. So we have a we have um a release date for Pokemon as well. We didn't talk about that, and it's November, isn't it? Uh, I think so. I think it was it was this year, I believe. So I I think I think in November, um, someone not me, but someone if you can create a character again, they should do it as the presumptive president of the United States of America. Donald Trump? Yes. Which Pokemon would he pick? No, it doesn't matter. Why did I even ask that? <laughs> um, um, you know what else we have a release pick, date for? You probably pick the most obnoxious, fiery one. I think, I think this is kind of interesting that we have a release date for this. Um, Mass Effect Andromeda. It's not a real release date. Much like Star uh-huh. Wars Episode Eight, we know when it's coming out. But we don't really know. Well, actually, we know a lot more about Star Wars. Um, what do I don't even know what to say. I feel like there's there's nothing to say. There's so I, much I th- buzz. When they, when they talk about Mass Effect Andromeda, they're like, oh, guess what's coming out in 2017? I'm like, well, it would be nice if I knew what this was so I could actually care. So maybe here's the better question then. Um, what do you guys hope it is? I mean, I am so yeah. done with Mass Effect. I'm by aware by this point. That yeah. I don't really care. I guess maybe that's the question: is can it be anything that will matter to you? I mean, if it's like a really good by the numbers RPG with the old writing team that they used to have, then yeah, sure. So, given the whole, um, so first of all, well, if it's, I, I'll tell you, I'll tell you what it can do to excite me. If it's Mass Effect Andromeda starring Kevin Sorbo. And written by Gene Roddenberry. That would be pretty cool. I don't even know what the fuck you're talking about. <laughs> Are you serious? You've never seen the Andromeda TV show? No. Nope. With Kevin Sorbo. I've nope. seen uh, I've seen Sequest. <laughs> and, I don't know what a Kevin Sorbo is. And I've seen Farscape. And Wait, I figured that was enough. You don't know who Kevin Sorbo is? No, I know who Kevin Sorbo is. Oh my god, what podcast is this? I figured, okay. that, I figured that was all that I needed to see was just that. Apparently one with a bunch of cool guys on it. <laughs> Okay, so but, uh, there's, the only thing I see from Kevin Sorbo was that old Hercules show. We don't I, care. We're talking about Mass Effect. I just thought I'm talking about Mass Effect too. I, you asked me what no, was excited me, and I said, and I said Mass Effect Andromeda starring Cor- Kevin Sorbo would excite me. I was just under the impression that Gene Roddenberry died with some dignity. I didn't realize that. <laughs> I didn't realize that he had a, a show with Kevin Sorbo. That changes things a bit. Um. Okay, so there's Jay's there's, the there's Jay's requirement. Jay Jay hopes that it's like a uh, early two thousands sci fi TV show. Um, what about you, Lucio? What do you hope it's like? I just want a real RPG with like good writing. From from a s- that is a, that is more focused on actually writing a good game than you know what kind of transgender pansexual Mexican whatever. So. Um, the like, thing, you know, the thing about this like, is the, the thing that I remember before before you continue, Jared. The thing that I remember, like from all of the um, Dragon's Age Inquisition hype, was like all the romance options. Like, I can remember being more shit about the romance options and the actual gameplay. Yeah, and like, right. So I just want to go back to like fucking, you know, having an RPG where I can make decisions and shit, and not having to worry about who can romance. Mm. I have two observations. One is, um, of course, given the ending of Mass Effect 3 and how wildly different they can all be and how very definitive they can all be uh, <laughs> regarding the, the course of the universe, um, I assume that this game will either take place way before it or way after it um, and, and probably one of the two. I don't think that they'll pick one of the end- endings and then say, this is the canon one. Although, they already invalidated I guess that but would what if, be... What, what if that's the game? What, what if the game is like, uh, you're an old man and you have to relay the story of the universe to your son? <laughs> yeah, but then you're, the story that you're telling is going to take place way, way after Mass Effect 3. Yeah, Jared seems to forget that uh, 
Mass Effect was all a fever dream of some old guy talking to his like grandson. <laughs> no, but yeah, that's true. That's the one. That's the one constant. And presumably, those people live way, way after uh, the the ending of that game. So... No, what happens is this: they were at dinner party, and little Johnny was being a little shitbag. So they were like, "Grandpa, can you take out little Johnny and like entertain him while we try to have like a decent meal?" So what? So did, did Grandpa just get more senile while he went? So, so Grandpa like he, just started making shit up. He started out pretty competent, and then he started having a stroke by about the two thirds point. <laughs> exactly. and then the star Maybe, child I, no, appeared. Then his like, sugar got low. So I think it's, I think it's like, more like that. That Grandpa had um, Alzheimer's, and he just forgot what story he was telling in the middle of part two. Actually, the simpler explanation is that Grandpa just wanted to go back inside, and he's like, "We really need to wrap this up." <laughs> So, a uh, wizard did it. I, 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 do you like, like hey, Billy? Billy? Billy, what's your favorite color of explosion? Well, that's the one you got. Billy, tell me your favorite color and I'll tell you what happened. <laughs> Man, it's great. So, okay. So, anyway, there's got to be a time jump. It's probably not going to star Shepard or even have Shepard in it in any way. And if she it was, but, but it can't start, the Captain, it can start Captain Dylan Hunt. And his such shit worship Andromeda. Is is Andromeda like Kit? Is that what it is? I I actually forget. I I, I feel like oh my god. There's 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 Andromeda, but there's another one at called Lex at the same time where the fucking spaceship talked. The least you could do is have an encyclopedic knowledge of the shit that you derail us for. Well, and listen, I am not the first person to bring up a fucking old ass TV show on this podcast. Like I can I can tell you so much shit about Briscoe County Jr. <laughs> Don't even fucking start. I can tell you anything you want to know about Briscoe County Jr. Like the time they got into a bunch of trouble on a gambling riverboat. I can tell you all about that episode from beginning to end. I might even have some direct quotes. <laughs> So don't come in here and pretend that you're better than me at derailing this podcast. So how would Briscoe defeat the Reapers? He would use the orb, the mysterious orb that's featured numerous times throughout the series. Or at least he would if he hadn't given it to John Bly and then kicked him out of a fucking train at the end of the show. So I guess he's kind of just screwed because now he's just a cowboy with a gun and he doesn't have a magical orb to help him. I admit that I admit that your your knowledge of Bristol County Junior is more vast than my knowledge of Andromeda. Yes, seems pretty comprehensive. I've spent much yeah. time on the wiki. Congratulations on that. Well done, Jared. It's important. It's important that everybody know. Hi, <laughs> hi. All right. Oh, well, now I don't even remember what my second Mass Effect Andromeda. Oh, I was just gonna say. I think if 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 uh, this series can turn into anything, I think a home for social justice drama is totally acceptable. Let's just make this the dumpster where all of our inclusive <laughs> drama goes, and then we can leave the other games alone, and we'll just worry about who's in who's fucking who in Mass Effect. This go around. <laughs> I mean, yeah, I, I can I can go for it because you know first the conversation was can you be gay and they're like no and now that and then now the conversation has to be how gay can you be <laughs> and i don't mind seeing that question answered in mass effect because i don't give a flying shit what happens to it at this point so I do you think do you think, do you think mass no effect. reaper choices for my romance if it's this a musical semi- you know i know we talked about how i hate music if this is a musical i will be thrilled this is here's a semi-serious question um, how important do you think the bathrooms will be in Mass Effect? See, yeah, that's what I want to know is do we just have one bathroom on the on the uh, the Normandy or, or whatever we call it uh, in the future? The the Bastone, I don't know. Um, something. Very good. <laughs> that's the best I can do. Sorry. Um, anyway, that's, uh, that's what we have there. So we have a release date, we just don't know what the fuck it is. And it won't be a release date they'll hit, so it doesn't matter anyway. Uh, what else is in the news? Street Fighter Five. Did you guys hear about this? Not very good. You did. Capcom just ended their fiscal year, and they were kind of hoping that it would sell a lot more than it did. Uh, it fell short by about two million copies. Um, one could pro. I, Lucio, you played it. Is yep. there any obvious reason why this might have happened? Because it's not finished. Oh. <laughs> 
That's a great reason. So there's that. Yeah, so that is indeed the problem, is uh, the game launched pretty much incomplete. I think story mode still doesn't even come out until next month. So yep. there's probably a lot of people who are waiting to buy the game, you know, like until that critical component comes out. Uh, yeah, and the fact that it has no like arcade mode, that, that kind of fucks it up a lot. Uh, I mean, there's been server problems. There's been that. Uh, like, the last time I, t- and I haven't played this in like two weeks, by the way. There's that uh, and I, and downright bizarre uh, rage quitting issue, too. I forgot about. There's a rage quitting issue. Now, like, is there. Now, if you go and play now, you're going to be stuck waiting on like matchmaking for like 20 minutes. So you're going to have more time. You know, looking at a screen with a little, like, fucking guitar music, then you will actually fighting people. So, you know, that's always a great experience. By the way, I finally got the, I finally got the exact number count. And so they sold 1.4 million. They wanted to sell 2 million. So they missed it by 600,000. That's a pretty big miss. So, that is. So at the, at the same time. finished it. Um, <laughs> at the same time, I think um, Capcom is announcing bigger plans for resident evil supposedly uh, supposedly it's not the first is, time that they've promised they were going to make it horror again this is true um but they were saying that that i guess the next one the, their little spin-off shooter which is what everyone wants the umbrella corpse is a warm-up to the full-scale offensive planned up for the second half of the year whatever the fuck that means resident evil uh, Six, baby what's that is that why they, they're having a, a bundle or they're trying to do the THQ thing where they like try to save their company by having a humble bundle? Uh, that's a possibility. I don't, I mean, but Does that, that work really well for THQ? That's why they're still around. <laughs> it's just, they're just making some really big promises and they're like, oh, we have something huge for Resident Evil plan. Um, it's just paying off a couple of executive vacation the- homes and... <laughs> It's not, it's not the first time. It's not the first They're time. They're going to sell the like... license to a better company. Oh, that would be great, wouldn't it? BioWare. <laughs> who, who should get Resident Evil? Uh, I don't want anybody... Point, I don't want anyone point, to own I want to give everything to CD Projekt Red. <laughs> I was going to say Deep Silver. I oh, yeah, actually it was okay with zombies. Oh, you know who could make a pretty bang-up Resident Evil game if uh, if they hadn't been uh, ruined already is uh, Volition. Oh, yeah, that's true. Um, but unfortunately, <laughs> Volition stuck doing... What do they even do anymore? <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> Forever. Uh, those poor guys. Um, yeah. Yeah. Oh, and um, I guess... I don't know. I, I guess... Um... Uh, full-scale offensive. I have no idea oh. what that means. Oh, you know who else would be pretty good? Who Who's is that completely being uh, wasted currently? Is uh, Visceral. Um, That's true. Have Visceral them have good. them stop making Battlefield spinoffs <laughs> <laughs> and start making Resident Evil games. Um, now, I guess here's the follow-up question, which is they they missed their goal. You know, they probably you know missed their goal because um, they released a game that wasn't done. But the question, Lucio, is what do you think the takeaway that they actually get will be? That uh, people don't want to play Street Fighter. Uh, okay. That's, yeah, of course that's the takeaway. That'll probably be the one. I mean, that's always the takeaway. They were already pretty close to not making any more of these. So yeah. this isn't yep. good. This is bad news. Um, I, I don't know. Capcom, I, get, I guess Capcom seems, still seems amped up to do shit. They just don't want to do anything that people actually want. So it That's sounds like this is the stage has been set for the return of Virtua Fighter. <laughs> Virtua Fighter never went away. Yeah, Virtua Fighter Fighter never left. It just stayed the exact same amount of popular. <laughs> um, I could still like you could still get a pretty recent Virtua Fighter. I think just, uh, no one cares. I actually, Are you serious? It's been about ten years. Oh, has oh, it okay. been ten years? Okay. Yeah, I think the last one was um, five. I thought right five. Yeah, well, five was two thousand six. Okay. That, that's, oh, I didn't know that's, it was that long. That's, that's about six years longer than it should have gone. Yeah, so um, so it 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 be gone. I I don't know that anybody's working on Virtua Fighter anymore. <laughs> Man, see, it, now's the time. Strike while the iron's hot. Sure, I think I, that's what we all need. Another Virtua Fighter. I remember playing huh. four and thinking it was pretty all right. You know, like, with fighting like, games, it's always just kind of 
whatever comes out and looks like it's least bad, that's what that's the one I kind of go and get. Mm-hmm. I stay I, away from all of them. I no, because I like fighting games. You know, they're they're good times and they're good times with your friends. I know Lucio's with me. We play them all the time. Yep. But um, it's 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 just kind of it's just kind of like like all of them like basically fighting games are always going to launch right. Um, and and they have their plans like they have their tournaments that take place and they have the dedicated fan bases. Um, and I feel like a lot of fighters just are no longer concerned with how accessible they are to the public. But, um, you know, I just look at the fighter based on these days, what looks like it's going to be good and what looks like it has the most content. I think the next one coming up that actually has content is the next Guilty Gear. Um, yeah. I did buy the last Guilty Gear. I felt a little burned by it because, you know, oh, there's another one announced already. Um, so, like, fucking Guilty Gear is doing the same shit that uh, Capcom was used to do. Where they would just release, oh, Super Guilty Gear, Revelation, yeah. HD Remix, Turbo. And it's not even like a whole ton of new characters, right? It's like just like yeah, just two, like, three new characters, and that's it. And like, oh, well, okay, fuck you guys. Um, but that's 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 all. That's the best you can hope for with fighting games. I feel like you just you just kind of get what looks the least bad if you're interested in them and play that, or you play what everyone else is playing. Yep. That's pretty much it. And, like, I have to say, like, it's kind of a shame because, you know, there is a good game in Street Fighter. They just kind of rushed it out. And I think it was to meet that, like, fiscal year target. And, you know, well, you see how well that worked out. Yeah, yeah. I mean, it's obvious that's what they wanted to do was was, was hit that goal. And it was so important that they sacrificed... I guess the short-term success of the game. I mean, it might have a bump in June when they, you know, finish it. I don't know. We'll see. I don't know well, if it'll make it, a difference will, or not. It was also in June, so that might also help it. It's not like they're not going to release this game two more times anyway. So. <laughs> they're not, actually. Well, they say... Really, Lucio? <laughs> so if someone said they wouldn't do something... And, you will you'll see. I just uh, I, I think that you can have DLC and re-releases is the thing. I mean, I guess you watch releases with additional DLC. You watch. Just ask Mortal Kombat. They figured out how to do it. Yeah. Sell everybody the characters for seven bucks a pop, and then when you're done, sell them the game again at full price. <laughs> <laughs> oh, speaking of, of selling games again, I, I was excited to I've buy got that. Some I games for sale. <laughs> So, I do have some games that say, do you want to buy some? I still have to get rid of Far Cry Primal. I don't really feel like I ever want to play games again. <laughs> <laughs> um, is it just me, or is this becoming the most depressing part of your week? <laughs> I'm gonna be, I've, I've been good. I've been, I've been playing a ton of good shit. I'm going to be having yeah. a great time next week. It's just the... Uh, um, I have Doom coming on Friday. But see, lucky you know for what? those of you who didn't you know buy what? an Xbox One. <laughs> you know what? You know, Michael, welcome to my hell. This is what I went through last year with games. So, but this year I've been having a pretty good year. Don't worry. Pretty... Things are things are always darkest right before the dawn. <laughs> oh yeah. Yeah, you're gonna get you can get Titanfall two, and it's gonna be great. I'll loan you Uncharted when I'm done with it. Ooh, that you actually can, does sound. Yeah, you can, you're gonna get for for does he have a PS4? No, but he can look at the box. It's a really nice. <laughs> It's a really nice box. Is there like a picture of him using the winch on the back? Uh, I, I came with an art book, but I would. Does it have of, a winch? A lot of people on the internet said not to open the art book because I guess like three pages in, there's huge spoilers. Full of scorpions. I don't know who approved that. <laughs> it's like you, you turn three pages and there's like Nathan Drake's skeleton, you know. Ah, <laughs> oh, I wish I hadn't seen that. This is a high rendering of the scene where we kill Nathan. Yeah, here's how Nathan died, everyone. <laughs> See? We'll see how that goes, but I haven't looked in the book this yet. Is the, because of that. So it could be it could be saying, pages you said, and pages you, of you, winches, just like we want. And, I, and I'm super curious as to whether or not this was uh, bullshit. But you said something about pirates. What do you mean? Uncharted's always been about pirates. Uh, okay, but yeah, I, Francis I mean, Drake and all that shit. I we were talking. We were talking. We were talking today specifically about um, you dropped some names. Name drop. You name drop the pirates. Yeah. 
I'm what? just asking you. I'm just asking you if it's true. What the, what's going on? What's the story? What's up? I don't know. The game. I haven't played the game yet, but the it comes with a it comes with a set of stickers and uh, the the the. <laughs> hey, I looked at those stickers thoroughly. I can talk. I can speak to those stickers at great lengths. So no, no, no believe, the, I, I believe you. I'm sure you don't have any video games to talk about. <laughs> I'm sure you're oddly well versed on the stickers. I just think it's funny that they gave them to you. Why would it be funny that they gave me stickers? I yeah, what's because you're an adult. That? So, so what? I stick. can enjoy stickers. I stick yeah, things to things all the time. Well, come on, you're being too old even for me now. I... <laughs> you're saying if I gave you a sticker, what would you do with it? You'd just throw it away? I don't know. what press it into a book. <laughs> right, exactly. You get the sticker and you press it into a book. That's what I do with all my stickers that I get. I put mine on a suitcase. I got I got a ton of stickers from Veronica Mars. Um... My favorite. I, I, I wasn't pleased with the rest of the product, but I like those stickers. Man. I don't even know where to begin with this. <laughs> I mean, I'm, Mar- stickers. You're, you're so you're so cranky, Michael. I mean, I love no. that you. I love that you hate everything, but I don't. I didn't think that like this is kind of like uh, this is like Ben Carson saying the pyramids are full of grain. Where I didn't know this was on anybody's radar. Like I didn't know someone hated stickers, <laughs> and I didn't know that someone was staying at home wondering what the fuck is in the pyramids. <laughs> I mean, I don't hate stickers. They're perfectly acceptable for four-year-old children. It's just an odd stance to take on something. I think, I think, I think, Jared. Man, you're crazy. You need to get yourself a woman. I've had it up to here with all these stickers. Jared, I think if you were to share your stickers with me, I would stick them on something. (laughs) See? There we go. (laughs) It's not that hard to put a sticker on something. I'll tell you, I stuck one of them to a soda can and then threw it away. Look, if you're feeling lonely, Michael, just remember that bitches love stickers. There you go. Give your lady. Bitches do love stickers. You can get them stickers. You can get them stickers anytime, and they will. We're not even kidding, man. They they really do love stickers. I don't. I I bet you're right. Actually, they probably do love stickers. They do love stickers. (laughs) Women love stickers. They want to make one of them president. That's just a. That's just a (laughs) factual (laughs) truth. That women love stickers. You heard it here yep. first on the Enemy Slim podcast. <laughs> you want to get laid? Stickers. Yeah. I'm glad this is all we have to talk about uh, with Uncharted on Uncharted's release date. I would have loved to have played it. I really strongly considered uh, oh, oh, just leaving we talk work. About a, a game that's not for babies. What? We, we talk about how they broke poise. Oh, well. In uh, Dark Souls? Yes. I mean, we talked about it pretty extensively. Uh, last week, but now we just know with certainty that it's not broken on purpose, right? Not on purpose, yeah. Yeah, hmm. I'm not sure. I mean, I guess, I guess, I guess, other than the fact that our Dark Souls review is going to go live soon, finally, there's nothing to really talk about. No Dark Souls. Um, no, you know any... how about the fact that they like ripped off the Storm King. Oh, okay. So I, Lucio sore about a couple of things, especially after reading my review. And we do talk about it in private. Uh, you know, we do talk about the mechanic stuff. And um, there are enemies, and there are enemies in in Dark Souls Three. I, I felt like, and I think you felt this with your review of Dark Souls Two, Jared. I felt like a lot of the bosses in Dark Souls Three were a bit lazy. Um, and I feel like the really, really good bosses in Dark Souls Three are actually just really, really good bosses from Pyre Souls games. So there's... there's um... So Jay, Jay, Jay had this paragraph in, in his review where he was like, oh, there's some really nice bosses. Like, this one guy that you have to kill with a <coughs> sword. And I'm like, oh, yeah, I remember that boss. That was really nice when I played it in Nemo Souls. Wait, a guy, you yeah, have, yeah. A guy you have to kill with what? With a special sword. Oh, there's a there's a there's a there's a boss fight where you have to basically go and grab a, a sword and charge up its special attack and use that to fuck up the boss. Um, and you know you can you can either have a really bad time or you can have a really fucking good fun time ruining his shit. And for me, that was super fun and super original because I hadn't seen it before. But then uh, Lucio shows me this link to Demon Souls, which I haven't played. Um, and looking at it, I'm like, oh yeah, this is basically the same exact boss fight. So I don't know. I don't know what's going on with Dark Souls Three. I feel like I. I feel oh, it's like, like, it's like we said. It's a, it's a greatest hits. Yeah, yeah. That's I just, just think that Miyazaki is kind of done with the franchise, and it's just kind of. Yes, I, I think that would explain why he said he wasn't going to make another one. <laughs> I know, but 
It's, you know what I mean. It's almost as though he said that. Like I don't I don't feel like he really wanted to make another one. I think he just they just kind of dragged them and like went like, okay, you want to make another franchise? Yeah, okay, good. Now make another Souls game. I don't have any more ideas. Okay, then just use the old ones. I, I think that's a reasonable explanation. I think it's like kind of, um, you know, you do us this thing and then we'll do your thing. And yeah. I think that's kind of common, you know, in everywhere. <laughs> it's, not exa- it's not exactly a series that was just pivoting all the time and was always surprising you with fun and fresh, new, exciting ideas. Like, this is just more of the stuff. It's, I think it's exactly what it sounds like. Like, it's, it's the things you like again, like modernized and, uh, and updated to fit into this new engine with these new graphics. And uh, if you liked the first three Souls games, then you'll probably like this one enough. I've been thinking about, <laughs> about that a little bit because um, I think a lot of the Souls community doesn't really want a new Dark Souls. I think what they really want to do is they want to play Dark Souls again for the first time. Yeah. That's what they really want. They, they want to go in fresh to something they don't know about. Because even if you play already one of them, you kind of already know what to expect. Mm-hmm. I think you just want to have that one first rush again. Right. And I think, I th- I think you know, I, th- I think that's an interesting thought because there are a lot of franchises that suffer as a result of that. And I don't know, you know, M- Michael, maybe you agree with me, maybe you don't. But I feel like Silent Hill was one of those series where people really expect it to be kind of surprised and, and frightened and terrified of um, of the, the, the Silent Hills that followed. But because you were always, already kind of used to that atmosphere and the, and the setting and the monsters and all that, there's nothing that the subsequent um, Silent Hills can ever do to really surprise us again. Yeah, I think they did a pretty good job keeping it fresh for a while. But I, I think I understand what, what Lucio is going for. It's just, you know, once you've pop that cherry it's yeah like you don't want to have that experience again right that part of the magic is gone at least i'll tell you what stayed fresh all the way to the end was briscoe county jr (laughs) (laughs) aren't you guys glad i brought that up again even though it only last half a season that's part of it They, they quit while they were on top but they had resolved the primary like like season long that whole conflict that was resolved by the twentieth episode. They still had seven more great ones that came after. Uh, you know, the, the each each one built upon the one before it, and by the end, it was just it was fantastic. Uh, Actually, to, to tie know. that into a television example that is pretty relevant, Twin Peaks. Once you find out who the murderer is, they still made another season, and it was miserable because nobody cared. <laughs> which begs the question, uh, what's this new one going to be like? Uh, I don't know, a goddamn nightmare? <laughs> Didn't, uh, I think with Twin Peaks, though, another big part of it is I, I think David Lynch wasn't involved as much in that in that season after they resolved everything. Mm-hmm. Um, I could be wrong about that, but... I don't know, I'm not sure. I think that that's a, a big part of it, too. Oh, man. And then you guys get mad at me for drilling. Hey, man, Twin Peaks is great. Season one is at least. Ah, it's all good. Eh, no, what I said is true. <laughs> <laughs> all right. So I never, I never got to talk about my Dead Island re-release. Yeah. yeah well, so what's happening? I, I don't even know what's going on there. What, what are so they doing? There, there's a definitive edition of, of Dead Island that is launching soon, and that's basically Dead Island, Dead Island Riptide, and one other Dead Island fucking thing. Uh, not the game they canceled, but whatever else they had. Um, so that, that's your chance to buy that again. I think for anyone that already has Dead Island, the interesting thing is that you can get a miniature game um, called Retro Rampage, I believe. Retro Revenge, something Retro, like that. Retro Revenge. Retro Revenge, yeah. Um, a side-scrolling beat up Yeah, yeah. And that, to me... Sounds like fun, and I would buy that, but I will not buy sixty dollars worth of games for that. And I feel like Dead Island is—is is that what they want? One of those games. What's that? I, I, you know what? I, I, I don't know the actual price yet, um, but I'm betting that's what they want for the definitive edition because you get so much with it. Um, uh, it looks like it's uh, twenty. Oh well, my bad. I take it all back. Yeah, at least that's what that's, that's what Steam has it listed as. That's really good. Um, it's not. It's a really good price. 
Dead Island. Have to buy Dead Island. Dead Island is not worth twenty dollars. You don't think you don't think Dead Island's worth twenty dollars? Not in twenty sixteen. Maybe I don't know. I, I I thought Dead Island was really fun. It was fun, like uh, it was fun, like with your friends. But everything's fun with your friends. You can. But get I think I you know anything, any other game. My 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 bigger You're point watching the way, a is television that, magic show. Yeah, you can just watch Carbonaro Effect on TV for hours. <laughs> <laughs> I I I feel like that. You know, my point is more. I feel like Dead Island is one of those games everyone owns already. Like the ship or Left for Dead. Like everyone owns those games because it's on sale so fucking much, and eventually well, your friends get it, and you're like, why not? I don't own it, but I don't fucking want it. So, but so uh, the, I assume the remastered version doesn't like work with the original. So right. basically, you're gonna have to ask your friends to buy the game that they already had. I don't know. Like this is, I, I, I'm sure it's for someone. <laughs> but I just I don't I I think if you play by yourself, Dead Island's very unsatisfying, and uh, yeah. and I think yeah. asking asking all my buddies if they want to buy Dead Island again that's going to be a tall order. I agree with you. I wouldn't disagree with that. Um, you know, and and I think that's that's kind of my my thing about it. I, I I feel like it's one of those things where a bunch of people already kind of own this, and Deep Silver, um, you know, they're a greedy company. They're not. They're not. They suffer from that same type of greed, Activision and Square and everyone, Capcom and everyone else has, where it's like, we would take your money in any way possible. Um, they wish they had enough IPs to be that greedy. I think it doesn't help that I know how in trouble Dead Island 2 is. And yeah, so yeah. To, to see them putting any energy into a re-release of the first one, it's like, why don't you go fix that other one that you've been working on for, I mean, shit, when did this start? They well, it's not to... even it's it's not even that Dead Island Two is in trouble. It's that they also had to cancel Dead Island Epidemic because they couldn't get anyone interested in that game, and it just ended up costing more than they were willing to put out, and they pulled the plug Same. on it. Stop trying to make this franchise happen, guy. <laughs> see, it's see, Dead happen. Island Dead Island Two could have worked um, the way that it was originally pitched. It originally looked like a really good game, and now it looks like a not so good game. To be fair, Dead Island looked like a really good game too until it was released, and it wasn't. Yeah, I, I don't know. I, I don't know. I don't know that that it's all that. It was. It was. Um... It had a really good trailer, but that trailer wasn't any. It wasn't representative of what the game actually would be or was. I just remember there was a ton of hype, and then like nobody cared. Yeah, it, it was just hype over I... aesthetics, though. I don't. Th- I don't think anybody saw footage of Dead Island and was like, "Oh my god, I must have." Like, oh boy. <laughs> Well, that's kind of pretty much what happened, right? All I know about Dead Island 2 is that, um, you know, Jaeger was supposed to be developing it, and Jaeger is the same one that did Spec Ops The Line, and I would have been super interested to see what they would have done with the game. And now they're not developing it anymore. They're too busy going bankrupt. (laughs) Instead, who's working on on Dead Island 2 now? Uh, Uh, It's Sumo Digital. Sumo Digital, that sounds very promising. Who yes. was responsible for a ton of racing games and Sonic Dash 2, Sonic Boom for mobile. <laughs> what is it? Sumo what? And Crackdown 3, everyone's favorite <laughs> crackdown game. Sumo Digital is, is the name of it. Good uh, news, guys. Culture. This is the team beside behind Sonic and All Stars Racing Transformed for mobile. Can't wait. Yeah. Oh, Jesus Christ, they did the Family Guy game, which is one of the worst games I've ever played. Well, well there, there you go. go. That's, who's, that's who's developing Dead Island now. That's not going to turn out any worse. I don't know. It's weird. Dead Island 2 is playable. I played it. I've played Dead Island 2. That's very significant. And uh, I'm sure that what I played is not what is going to come out, um, but it felt really like kind of done to me, so it's weird. <laughs> I shouldn't say done, but like it was, it was pretty far. It was pretty deep. Like they were talking about releasing it later in the year. I played it. Oh wow! Hey, they developed for Disney Infinity, so you know. Yeah. Oh yeah, that went great for everyone too. Yeah, yeah that, that, that's you know a hallmark of success right there. We didn't hit upon that yet. <laughs> um, so let's talk about it. Yeah, so that is it's another segue for you, Jared. Look at that. So the bad news is, guys, Disney is hanging up the hat on Disney Infinity. <gasps> Oh no! And uh, I, I, I'm kind of surprised. I thought it had been relatively successful for him. I, I don't know how successful. So, 
uh, I guess I'm kind of talking out my ass a little bit, but I mean, it seems like they're everywhere. Uh, I don't think you're wrong. Do your kids love it? Are they like, uh, daddy, no, uh, daddy, give us Disney Infinity? I mean, they, they, they want all of that shit, but uh, I told them to pick <laughs> one and they picked Lego Dimensions. Do you think they got, do you think that's it? Like, do you think Lego Dimensions and Skylanders just like pushed them out? That's exactly what I think is going to going going on, and I don't think that they necessarily perform badly. I mean, what you need to understand they, about Disney is that for all of their whimsy and shit, they did they, they are pretty fucking ruthless when it comes to. Oh yeah, it's a, it's amazing that we haven't like just found a bunch of like Lego Dimensions execs dead. In- <laughs> right, exactly. <laughs> I mean, I, I think they just stop like. They will do anything that isn't illegal, right? And maybe some stuff that is illegal they can get away with. But <laughs> um, they, uh, I think, I think they were performing well. I think they were selling okay. I just don't think they went up to the expectations that Disney wanted for it. And when they realized that not only is it not performing in, with expectations, but you also have to compete with Skylanders, which was their first, so they had the first advantage, and then Lego, which has pretty much every franchise ever that just decided, you know, it's not worth competing. We're just not going to make the returns that we want on this. I don't understand. You guys are talking about Lego and Skylanders, but you're not talking about the real Disney killer, which is clearly the Nintendo Amiibo. I I don't think so. (laughs) I mean, they're completely different things, though. I mean, but it is one more thing vying for the digital toy market. I mean, I could... I could see why now's a good time to pack it up and and go home. Yeah. I am a little surprised because I I felt like you know and this is um um I, I felt like Disney Infinity had kind of a, a strong fan base and it's kind of like one of those fan bases where it felt like there was definitely that big kind of crazy section of society that was dedicated to to Disney Infinity just like you have people that are dedicated to Minecraft or League Legends. Yeah, but Disney doesn't think that way. True. Things. True. If you're not returning, I don't know, thirty percent on your investment, then you are no good to me, and that's it. It's also got to pretty be pretty hard when you're uh, the the company. I, I I was just reading today that now with Captain America out uh, and and factoring in Star Wars, they're the fastest. What is it? The fastest studio to hit a billion dollars in revenue uh, wow. in, in a one year period. Like, um, just just kind of crazy. Um, and see, that's that, that's the other reason it surprises me, though, though, because everything that Disney Affinity is attached to is like immensely popular. Because yeah. you have their Star Wars rollout, you have their Marvel rollout, you have movies like Pirates of the Caribbean and Frozen, um, where people just just fucking love. And and you would think that that yeah, but that the alone, thing is, like, I, like, I, I, I think I think Lucio. What you need to keep in mind is that Disney will kill anything that doesn't perform. I think Lucio so hit it, it earlier like everything though. Everything they do is gold, but that's because they killed everything that wasn't. But the that, thing is, is like, and I think it was Lucio who said it earlier. They can just have somebody else take those properties and do something with them. Yeah, and and, I, and that's and that's something that you know, and I, I think um, um, kind of the. the I think you, Jared, said it, the writing was on the wall, and we already knew that Disney kind of wanted to kill their interactive division and outsource all that work to someone else. So, I guess, I guess, it's, I guess it's not completely surprising that they did this. Um, it's surprising to about three hundred people down the street. <laughs> surprising that they did it so finally because they did. They did close Avalanche Studios here in Salt Lake, which is a I mean, bummer for all the people that worked there because. Fun fact, if you want to be a game developer in Utah, that was where you worked. <laughs> like there's, yeah. there's EA has terrible. an office here, so you can basically you can go make uh NBA two K something something. Um hey, NBA two K sixteen was fucking genius. It was cinematic genius. Well I can tell you right now they're not hiring three hundred people, so <laughs> four or five lucky people are gonna get to stay was... in video games. And the rest of you have to find real jobs. Right, because they can be the MCs and thankless long hours and Yeah, no, yeah. they're, they're going to actually really like it when they get real jobs. It's going to be a lot better. Wasn't I doing this? By like, by all accounts, working on video games fucking sucks. Like, yep, that's why I mean, here everywhere. I, I feel like I feel like my attitude with Disney Infinity was like as soon as they was uh, I I mean yeah, boohoo, those guys are losing jobs, but I can no longer find my collectibles. Um but I have Jack Sparrow, and that's all I'm interested in. I have a crystal Jack Sparrow sitting on my 
sitting on my shelf right now. I, I'm glad to hear that this hasn't hurt you personally, Jay. <laughs> hey, I mean, I mean, that Crystal Jack is all I care about. This is actually kind of weird for me because I know, and not not directly, but like I've seen a, a couple posts on Facebook. Like there are people who I know who are pretty immediately affected by this just by like twice removed, you know, like friends of friends sort of thing. So it, it's a little strange um, seeing something in the industry like that hit so close here. Uh, and, and like I said, those people, they'll be fine. Like we have but plenty of jobs for engineers and, and those it, folks. It hit super close to home, just like Prince Stein hit everyone because everyone knew him personally. Yeah, that, yes. that hit me pretty close too. Every time anyone dies, I find a way to make it about uh, me. Uncle Prince, you know. Michael, what do you think of Disney Infinity? I think children want more eroticized content. <laughs> I don't think you're and wrong because, about that. And because Disney's head has been frozen and they haven't taken him out for like 50 years, he's just out of touch. <laughs> so I'm sad it happened, but I can see how it did happen. You know, I was thinking about what uh, I was thinking about what what Lucio said about how Disney can be ruthless uh, in a somewhat legal sense. Maybe maybe occasionally dabbling outside of the legal. If I was Disney and I wanted my competition gone, I would wait until my surveillance that I have, because they have surveillance, um, revealed Marks? revealed that like the head of a neighboring company was going to Disneyland, and then I would just rig run of the rides to malfunction and kill him. See, I thought you well, had... No, because a, then that I would I thought you had a bit more of a, of a, of a clever, less sinister plan. Like, I would wait until he <laughs> enters... Disneyland, and then I would accuse him of corporate espionage and get him and his entire company sunk. Oh, or, or you get Tigger to molest him like he's always doing in Disneyland. <laughs> and uh, and now, is that true? Yeah, you guys don't remember that Tigger yeah. was he was always grabbing boobs. <laughs> he couldn't help himself. Some guy I was in a Tigger suit. Yep, he's like a serial tit grabber. <laughs> how, how about how about how about that um. That's okay. That, that, that Gaston, though. Gaston's oh, the cool. Gaston guy? Yeah. Gaston. yeah. He's a pretty awesome guy. I, uh... we, saw, we saw him last time uh, when we went to Orlando. He, he's, he's pretty cool. Two people. And did, and did your wife see Tigger? No, <laughs> uh, Tigger wasn't anywhere. Tigger saw her. <laughs> <laughs> on the CCTV while he was jerking it behind Splash Mountain. Um, fun fact, two people have died in the Mickey and Friends parking structure. Cool. Disneyland. Parking structure? How? How, yeah. how did they die? Every part of Disneyland can Molested kill you, even, even the parking structure. <laughs> I mean, this is Florida. An odd number of people... No, I'm talking about Disneyland. Oh, okay. Uh, four people have died at the Disneyland Hotel, all by suicide, I believe. <laughs> um, that I'm surprised about. That's not funny. Let's see... <laughs> Man, this this article. If you guys ever want to just like be read interesting things, just just go type into Wikipedia "incidents at Disneyland," and there is a whole article of goodies for you to enjoy. Uh, I feel like we're so off course now in the podcast. Yeah, we really are. I want to tell you guys about all the bad things that have happened on Roger Rabbit's cartoon spin. I didn't know Roger Rabbit's cartoon spin was still around. It gave a four-year-old boy brain damage. Yeah, I can. Oh, Jesus Christ! Mm. What the fuck? That's so funny. I know. <laughs> what the fuck? That sucks. <laughs> that sucks to have the last ride you go on before you have brain damage be Roger Rabbit's cartoon spin. I, I mean, when I went to when I went to Disney, I ate a turkey leg and I got very sick. And that's not on here. Was... Oh no! Wait, here it is. <laughs> it's under the park. Hey, I, I Joseph Junior. I didn't even get to the got worst a tummy part. Ache. Uh, uh, I I got so sick off that turkey leg, and Disney didn't have any wheelchairs left over, so I had to be pushed out the park in a stroller. <laughs> How old were you when this happened? Twenty one. I went. I went to. I went to my. I went. To, I went to Disney for my twenty first birthday. I do have to say, for being a park that's been open for like seventy years, it's really impressive how few uh, incidents there are listed here. Like, I would actually think a lot more people would get, like, there's only one listed under drunk <laughs> altercation. Well, I just, <laughs> I just you. think that, yeah. I think statistically, like, I'll bet if we go and look at, like, altercations at Six Flags, I'll bet there's a fight there once a week. 
But like, I mean, of course, there's a fight there once a week. That's that Six Flags draws all the white trash and. I don't even know. No, but you don't understand. The... <laughs> what happens is that Mickey Mouse police grabs him before the fight even starts. I think that's got to be it. It's like, yeah, I, seriously. I think, I think you seriously, like, you get to beer three and then you're walking by, like, a, a bush shaped, like, goofy and a guy steps out of it and grabs <laughs> you. And then you, you go down to the holding cells. You, you think you're kidding, but they have an actual fucking jail down there. No, I know. Like, I think Disney has this under pretty good control. Like, it makes me think that if there was going to be some kind of government surveillance, I would want them to be in charge of it. What I'm saying is that remember when they bought LucasArts? Yes. No. Nobody knew anything about it before. Like there was no leaks. There were no pictures of like George Lucas having dinner with like uh, Disney exec. Yeah, because nobody so, involved wanted to go to jail forever. Exactly. So like you have to imagine like how fucking what, what a tight ship that is. It's a fucking prison under the Matterhorn. Exactly. <laughs> you want to work in a small world for the rest of your life? <laughs> oh, man. Winnie the Pooh slapped a kid once and gave him brain damage, too. He tried to play it off that he was just playing Winnie the Pooh dancing a jig. Right. But unfortunately, uh, it looks like... Oh, no, the jury acquitted the worker after deliberating for 21 minutes. Good job. All right, we are way off course. Wait, is this true? Wait, oh, bother. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. I'm reading something about Disney Park where... Do you want to hear the whole story? Um, when, you have, when you have partying teenagers, um, there are sections of the park that they try to keep the teenagers like confined to, especially if they have like graduations and shit like that. But... They have the power to turn parts of the park into makeshift detention centers if necessary. Yes, probably. <laughs> there is a well-known fact. They also have I, like a little jail, like backstage. I didn't know that was a well-known fact. Like I didn't know you could just take part of of Disney and be like, "Yeah, this area is a detention center now. This 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 um you know Splash Mountain is now um a concentration camp for teenagers." The Mickey Mouse police doesn't fuck around, my friend. Yeah, dude, they've got this <laughs> shit on, under wraps. Like, so, so what was your story, Jared? It's not like this podcast is going to be about video games. This would be a great way to send us off here. A 19, <laughs> in 1981, there was a case that involved an employee who was playing Winnie the Pooh. Uh, he was alleged that he slapped a child and caused bruising, recurring headaches, and possible brain damage. The worker testified that the child was tugging in his costume from behind. When he turned around, he accidentally struck the girl in her ear. At one point, the employee entered the courtroom after recess in the Pooh costume and responded to questions while on the witness stand as Pooh would, including dancing a jig. Appearing as Pooh showed the injury showed the jury that the costume's arms were too low to the ground to slap a girl of the victim's height. The jury acquitted the worker after deliberating for 21 minutes. So at one point, a man dressed as Winnie the Pooh stood on the stand in a courtroom and answered questions as though he were Winnie the Pooh. Did this trial actually take place at Disneyland? <laughs> Wouldn't that be amazing, too, if they just, like, move some shit around and it's a small world and it's a court? Mickey Mouse <laughs> is the judge. Yeah. Donald Duck is the plaintiff bailiff. So what you're, saying, what you're saying is we, we actually need... Um, Disney rides that are Schindler's List and 12 Angry Men for the real Disney experience. And I'll tell you, this is one of the very few, this is one of the very few uh, lawsuits listed on here that don't end with Disney settling. Disney always settles. They will just give you money to make you go away. Yeah, uh, they don't they, they don't need the publicity. Uh, let's see. In August 2012, a Spring Valley family claimed a man playing as the White Rabbit was being racist. The family went to their cousin's <laughs> Of course, he was playing the white rabbit. The family went to Disneyland for their cousin's birthday. Six-year-old Jason Black Jr. says the rabbit refused to hug him and turned his back away. Jason's brother said the white rabbit kept flicking off his hand when he tried to hold hands with the rabbit. The boy's mother asked the rabbit if her son could sit on his lap. However, she claims the rabbit simply waved his hand at her. Anelia also says she saw the rabbit hug, kiss, pose, and play with white and Asian children. The Blacks... (laughs) That's their name, by the way. The Blacks sent Fox 10 News photos of the family posing with the white rabbit while also showing the rabbit hugging a Caucasian boy. On November 13, 2012, Disneyland sent an apology letter and offered $500 worth of passes. The Blacks didn't sign because Disney wouldn't tell them if the man playing as the white rabbit still had a job. 
uh, and they finally wound up filing a lawsuit, which Disney settled out of court. <laughs> wow! I mean, I, 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 if Disney offered me five hundred dollars in passes for their disgusting uh, turkey glades and and their stroller rides, I wouldn't take them either. Whatever, man. That place is magical. I'd be there all day hanging out with that white rabbit. <laughs> Hugging him and kissing him. You know him. Who, should, who should be? It shouldn't be White Rabbit. It should be Brother Rabbit. They, uh, he's there. Uh, Grand Wizard Rabbit. Brother Rabbit is there. But Brother Rabbit's there? Yeah. Have you not been on Splash Mountain? Is Uncle Remus also there? No, Uncle Remus is nowhere to be seen in Splash Mountain. Uh, for well, a I, lot of I, reasons. Then it's, then this show I am good. <laughs> <laughs> you was going to rat up that mountain, Mr. Jared? You know, actually, that'd be pretty great. <laughs> right? That wouldn't be bad at all. Well, no. All right. No. This is a great time to say goodbye, I think. <laughs> but seriously. If, were we recording? Uh, oh, yeah. Still, somehow. Oh, man. But if you ever want to go read about a lot of interesting stuff, you go find that we article. Prom- we promise we'll have played some video games by next Tuesday. It's amazing how... F- settle out a court on this one. It's amazing how few people have died at Disneyland. It's just remarkable. All right, off we go. Congratulations, Disney. Uh, if you enjoyed our podcast today, go follow us on Facebook and Twitter. We're at The Enemy Slime on both of those services. Uh, you can also subscribe to our podcast on iTunes or Google Play. So uh, please do that as well. And we'll be back yeah. next week to talk about send Uncharted us. and Doom. That should be that should be good. Send us uh, messages letting us how much we suck this, this week. Yeah, you uh, contacted Enemy Slime to let us know how dissatisfied you are with this free thing that we do. God, I can't believe it. <laughs> Finally a bad episode. <laughs>